Basically, what's happened is in the in the span of like one and a half weeks, I had uh, nine gigs canceled. Uh, so that's obviously like a big monetary loss. And these uh, were like uh, all over India. These were all over India, and uh, yeah, uh, which is which is tough because uh, they're getting canceled without any uh, postponement dates or any like uh, yeah, with no backup plan essentially. Right. Yeah. So were these uh, your organizers or promoters or were they venues or who? I I tend to work with generally a lot with venues or with like independent people. I don't I don't really get hit up so much by promoters. Uh, but yeah, these were all venues. So like I, I find find it's easier to go through venues because uh, payment stuff is usually straightforward. It's contracted. Uh, stuff is arranged without any any sort of niggling issues that happen sometimes with promoters. Not saying that like promoters, I don't work with promoters. So like, hey, if you're a promoter, hit me up, I'll follow play your gig. Uh, but uh, yeah, so these uh, I had nine I had nine cancellations. Uh, the two sensitive foundation were also in the middle of a residency at uh, in Bandra at Bonobo, which got canceled halfway through. Yeah, uh, so that's that's another hit, which is that's five DJs who are losing uh, out on that. Uh, then uh, yeah then the other thing is like I'm in a band uh, uh, we're called Dirge we were in the middle of recording an album we attract uh, drums and guitars and when the lockdown came uh, my parts which were on the synthesizer were yet to be recorded and now the remaining of the vocals and synths and the rest of the, rest of the recordings are only going to happen after April 15th and our original deadline to submit uh, the recordings was April 1st so uh, when you say submit recordings, was it to a label or was it just your personal deadline with the band? It was to submit for mastering uh, to, to the United States, which would then then come back and then you know we get our masters and then we do the whole label process. Uh, yeah, so uh, it was that. And uh, other than DJing, of course, I do a bunch of like consultancy work uh, uh, for a big brand, uh, for, and they haven't they've had to shut their office down. For a while, and both are both the things I do for them are in the in the realm of music, uh, and those both those projects are well. I mean, they're not on hold, but I can understand when like a big company has to like do a lot of reshuffling of their time because of like an outbreak like this. That a lot of projects that were supposed to happen sort of delayed. So I'm in a lot of people's position in the same sense. Uh, but yeah, personally, it's quite it's quite infuriating. Uh, Oh, because yeah, this, uh, this is that time of the, of the year where you want to be doing a lot of work and uh, hopefully getting paid for it. And now all of that is sort of uh, stopped in one go. So uh, I think that um, I mean, in the in the first uh, couple of days when this started happening and you started losing gigs and projects one after the other, it it must have been really agitating. But uh, Oh, like now, in hindsight, do you think that these things happened in time for you uh, so that 
in case some of these gigs had gone through there would have been a really high risk of you sort of being in danger with your health yeah i mean i i didn't I, i'm i'm glad you point that out i actually didn't think of that because like i was i was actually on tour uh, in uh, south southeast asia for about a month from like january 19th to about february 20th and uh, at that time i was in i i visited hong kong and vietnam and thailand and they and hong kong was well i guess in the midst of the whole outbreak uh but still uh, coping pretty decently and thailand and vietnam had still not seen the worst of it uh so at that time i was pretty carefree about the fact that like okay it it might not get so bad and i wasn't in fact worried about india because at that time nobody was it's only when it's only when this this became like a thing in in Iran and Italy and uh further on to Spain the united states that people started to take notice you know uh when it happens when this stuff happens in like mainstream in western europe and stuff automatically you know like media coverage is there people start to take it seriously so unfortunately it doesn't happen so like Iran for instance so Iran doesn't get as much coverage as Italy for instance but they have it pretty bad as well you know but yeah that's just the media uh, The whole thing was I was on tour with no idea that like uh I played I think I think I played I played seven or eight shows that month and I think at that that at that time I didn't think that I'd be like looking at not having any shows for the next uh two or three months. You thought that maybe a couple of cancellations would be there um and then you would be back to normal again. I I yeah, generally what happens is when I when I have cancellations I'm pretty pretty uh 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 sort of uh Yeah, I'm pretty proactive with booking another date. So cancelling your stride that okay, there must be a good reason for it to get cancelled. Yeah, so yeah, because I work with because I tend to work with venue owners directly. They don't really uh, fuck me around with this stuff. You know, say okay, right. cancellation yeah. is going to happen two weeks from now or one month from now. Sure. So uh, that's fine. It's just that it's just that losing losing nine gigs at one go is pretty rough. Considering like if you're like an independent. Uh, electronic musician or any musician for independent musician for that matter there's a very good chance that like all the money you make Especially is like invested in back in yeah so for me for me like all my money goes back into investing in technology you know in like in musical equipment and stuff like that right so yeah cuz recording is expensive yeah and a lot of us really don't like aren't really sitting on like a lot of savings and stuff you know so yeah. it's pretty precarious yeah. if you not if you don't have savings like I mean if you're if you're a DJ or something today and you're you're okay with this then that means that maybe you're you got like some kind of like savings in the in in just like tidying you down during this time but if you're like not okay with you know like everybody's hurting so in this situation uh, uh since you pointed out that uh, at least for independent musicians or DJs or just musicians who are surviving from um gig to gig you know for each of their gig to sort of go towards their survival uh, how uh, i mean i know obviously there is nothing that we can do about it currently but uh, when you think a couple of months forward or just when you think about the day when things start coming back to normal what would uh, you try and do uh, would you just go about things normally as in approaching your venues and your partners for gigs or would you like still go a little more out of the way and try to make up for those lost gigs and that's a good question i'm going to try and answer your question in a couple of different ways because i've been thinking about it right so 
as you know, like a, a large, a large, a large portion of the event, event, in independent event economy in India is uh, sponsor backed, right? It's venues who have who have deals with uh, alcohol sponsors and other brands who tend to end up paying for a lot of uh, talent that actually gets booked, right? Now these same brands that you're talking about aren't they are also not making any money right now? So in my opinion, I don't think as that when things become normal again, which is like whenever they're supposed to become normal, that you're going to have brands say, okay, this is all this money that we've saving up. They haven't been saving up. They've been they've been bleeding money as like everybody else has, right? Because restaurants are shut, bars are shut. So I don't think you're going to have brands like out there waiting to like capitalize on this and like put a lot of money forward and say hey we have to book uh, gigs like four days a week let's do this let's do that let's put you know let's play lakhs of rupees to talent i don't think uh that's going to happen and neither do i think is the way that is the correct way forward uh i think uh and the other part the other the other part i wanted to answer was that uh i think this is actually a good time to think about uh unionizing as independent musicians uh making trying to move towards a model where everything is contracted everything is uh, uh formally agreed upon uh it's a good time to formalize a part of the industry uh because yeah, i totally agree on that and I, i'm yeah. glad you brought it up uh sorry you can continue I'll, I'll, i'll add on this afterwards a lot of people a lot of people don't have uh, watertight contracts they uh, get into like deals that you know that eventually don't end up end up screwing them you know uh and this yeah. would be a good time for like of to start to like for somebody should maybe some a group of people should step up form the union invite people to the union get everybody registered uh draft some kind of important paperwork that everybody could use going forward because this is independent when i say independent musicians i mean everybody and i just don't mean the people on on stage i mean the people working backstage i mean the lighting engineers the sound people all the hands like setting up concerts and setting up shows production people This is a very good time for all those people. I don't know if they can all unionize under the same uh under the same kind of union, but there should be unions for all these people so we're protected uh in times like this because I honestly feel and I don't want to be like extremely morose about it. So I don't think that this is the first pandemic that this generation is going to see. So we we're, we're better like safe safe than sorry in these kind of situations, you know? for sure uh i think that uh, i completely agree actually with what you said and i think that uh since a long time i think uh, a lot of us have in our own little circles been discussing that uh, there needs to be like at least one body that regulates at least starts regulating the basics like yeah. uh, your artist advances or your contracts and yeah. those kind of things and that body maybe could intervene in times where, i mean there should be at least someone that we can take up these matters to and not just when there is a pandemic but even when there are yeah, yeah. Uh, i just think uh, what i meant to say is that like at a time like this when you when people are not working this is sort of something that is like maybe worth consider it's it's worth thinking about you know I don't know because like they see the the if the industry that's not the independent industry they already have a lot of the stuff in place not everybody yeah, does they do. and the, mainly the bollywood industry that music industry yeah you know but like you know the, the bollywood industry like if, i i i i don't think they'll be hurting as much as this because their 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 uh, their 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 kind of revenue they generate throughout the year yeah. is what allows them to like operate right. 
Oh, you're upon no, you. No, I'm, I mean, I'm saying that at least those guys, they have like a body to go to and figure out a solution for everyone. Yeah, you know, like it'd be a good time to have that kind one. of thing. And yeah, going back to what I was saying earlier is that uh, another great thing that I can, can actually come out of this is that, uh, I, like I said, I don't think sponsors and venues are going to be like, oh, like here's, like, let's go back to our, let's like, let's use last year's budget. And then budget for the next like year's worth of shows that we missed out on. I don't think that's going to happen because like all these venues are shut and they're and most of them are hopefully paying their employees like uh, uh, pay you know like uh, yeah while they're not working and obviously still paying rent, still paying like the general overheads. So this would be a great time to convert to like to really just really go hard with the with the ticketing model, you know, where you pay at the door for things and. This way, this way, sponsors sort of like can uh, become like a supporting uh, agent in this whole thing, rather than a you know like than than a, than a sponsoring agent that has ownership. So sponsors can still feel good about uh, you know like you know, supporting events and you know and taking whatever part of the culture that that they feel they can get attached to. And uh, and on uh, on the other hand, largely like event organizers and promoters, they own their events and they're able to like. Uh, control the money in and uh, money coming in the money going out so yeah a ticket a ticketing system uh, pay at the door system put like really putting value on 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 this kind of art and music would be great you know yeah for sure and i think a lot of their uh, the sponsors behavior will depend on how they are doing after uh the main danger of the pandemic is done like financially yeah. and business wise it really yeah. depends on what what position they are in to be yeah. able to entertain the thought of you know starting to do events and uh, supporting independent yeah. musicians yeah i totally agree with you but if you really look at it like yeah our big sponsors in india are all alcohol brands and lifestyle brands and stuff like that you know so where is alcohol is alcohol being sold right now no right yeah so and neither 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 is stores open to go and buy kicks and stuff stuff like that so like Uh, yeah, nobody's making no, sponsors aren't making money, so I don't see them. I don't. I don't expect them to be jumping out of the woodwork and be like, "Oh yeah, here's some money for your show, and let's let's do this." I don't think I. I don't think that's going to happen. You know, uh, that could be a double-edged sword, but I don't know. It's hard to tell at this point. We are too early. You know, everything, even a lot of all these yeah. ideas are, are are conjecture, uh, because we're literally like four or five days into like a 21 day lockdown, which from what I've heard is going to be a much longer lockdown pretty soon. So, uh, so yeah, we're, we're, we're literally in like, uh, yeah, we're in no man's land now, at least in, in terms of making decisions, you know, very early stages. And from here, it just looks like that, uh, nothing in, in no industry is going to actually jump back immediately. They are probably going to take, Uh, a lot of time to do things gradually and make sure that the overall sentiment of the people is normal so that they can start spending on things that these guys are providing exactly yeah i totally agree with you right yeah so that finally brings me to the question of uh, what you are planning to do with these 20 days or even longer probably a month or more than that how are you going to spend your time Yeah, I hate to be the the bearer of bad news, but I don't think it's looking like a month. It's looking like more like two or three months at this point. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, what what I'm doing basically is just uh, uh, consuming whatever kind of verified scientific news I can, so that 
the other unverified news doesn't make me go mad. And uh, right. I mean, just making just making music, uh, s- submitting it to labels and that kind of stuff. Yeah, is there uh, any chance that you can work or continue working on recording your album with the band and then maybe send it over to? Um, yeah, I mean, as soon as as soon as we have a sort of uh, a, a, a relaxation of the lockdown uh, rules or something like yeah. that, eventually once it sort of uh, settles in, yeah, we'd have to record synthesizer parts and send them across. You know, uh, so that's yeah, we're, we're in limbo with with that kind of stuff. But other than that, I'm just like trying to eat healthy, uh, not get too mad at people, call my folks once in a while. You know, just like the basic stuff that, like, because I, I was, see, yeah, like I told you, I was in, I was in Hong Kong for a few days and spoke to a lot of people who were in in the middle of that kind of lockdown situation. You know, and this is like what they were what they were doing basically, just like staying home, social distancing, trying to stay uh, positive and trying to stay normal. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, like at this point, like I think we have to realize that the government is really not going to uh, save our asses over here. You know, if they they have never been good at that anyway, so I'm not going to expect them to like swoop in now and say, "Oh yeah, we've we've put an end to this." Now it's all going to depend on us, unfortunately. In the end, yeah, it, so it just does. To, it does come down to us uh, to make sure that at least we are doing everything that is in our hands. Yeah, I mean, the least the least we can do is not make other people sick because a lot of people are not fortunate yeah. as yeah. fortunate as us to be able to afford treatment or to have insurance. Uh, they're migrant workers right now, obviously, as yeah. you've heard, who are like stuck on highways trying to get home. Um, there's people out there who have it much worse than the independent music industry. Not to, not to like, uh, uh, sort of. Uh, of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not to. I mean, you know what I'm saying, right? I'm not trying to like make this look uh, smaller in comparison or larger in comparison. Uh, I'm just trying to say that like we we have it much. If you have, if you're able to make music for a living uh, as an independent musician in Bombay underground music it's all you're already in quite in a quite privileged position you know yeah so for sure what you yeah. do is like 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 basically uh yeah stay home not make not, be, not make people not make people sick and like uh, learn how to yeah. learn to shut the fuck up when you have to you know and uh, basically <laughs> that you know <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh yeah i'm just trying to just trying to like live by my own uh, uh rules here uh trying to practice whatever I preach and yeah, just trying to stay, uh, stay good until we tie this over. And hopefully when uh, uh, this whole thing boils over, we're in a much better uh, position, a healthier position and hopefully in a position to yeah, really introspect. I really hope that industry, too. Really int- introspect as an industry and uh, think how like we can prepare ourselves for a future. Because like I said, I don't, I don't mean to end on like a bad note, but yo, this doesn't seem like the first pandemic coming our way, you know? So best be prepared, you know. <laughs> I hope that the next one isn't isn't as severe as this one. Yeah. And I hope that doesn't come for a long time at least. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Me too, man. <laughs> All right, man. It was uh, great chatting with you. Thank you for doing this. No, no and uh, stay safe for this period. You too, man. And hope you can make it really really productive. Thank you, sir. You too.